It's been a while, but here we are. I'm currently in Park West, Lucan. I've taken off, taken on, check it on, check it off. I've taken on a uh, part-time job. It was actually the first job, last job I had before I went freelance. And so it's been, um, it's been great having that consistent work back in my life. And I'm just on lunch at the moment and I thought I'd walk, walk around to some nearby greenery, some nice, some nature into me, a bit of vitamin D while the sun is out, you know? And talk to you today about something that is, yeah, something that's been going on a lot uh, in my life over the past few years. It's a bit of a taboo subject, it's a bit odd in one way to discuss but it's something, I mean, look, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for sex. So the fact that people think we can't talk about it is a bit odd. It's a bit strange. Uh, oh, you're listening to Jamming with Jamie. <laughs> this is a show where I, uh, I just jam, I just have an idea or something that I want to get off my chest and I try and talk it out and try and figure it out. Um, hopefully stick to the one topic and just get to a get to a more conscious finale. Get to a place where I feel like I can close close a, a lid on that subject. Not forever, but to a degree where I thought I may have exercised the thought uh, as well as I as well as I can, really. Um, oh here's a beautiful spot here. I love all the art that they've done around this area. So I'll sit on this bench and I'll see what I can, um, let's see where we can go with this. Oh shit, there's actually an echo. That's not. Oh fuck, yeah, no. I'm not doing that. Because there's all these apartments looking at me and the last thing I want is uh, everyone hearing what I'm saying about this subject. So, sex. Just an echo, what the hell? Why would they design it like this? So what, like everyone in the apartments can hear everything that's happening right outside. Hold on, there's a bit of wind as well, so we'll, we'll go down here. Just, just bear with me, we're going fucking run down this hill. Okay, we have a little stairway. This could be better. Echo, echo. Echo, oh, oh. Hmm. Seems nearly as bad. So basically, I want to talk to you about NoFap and semen retention and tantric practices. <clears throat> if you are a family member of mine, <laughs> then hello, mum and dad. This is going to be an awkward one for you, but uh, important nonetheless. It needs to be to be talked about so a man has balls and within the balls um, through puberty semen is created and semen is a genetic code to pass on life and women have vaginas <laughs> and inside those vaginas 
there's a whole sort of, I don't know, we actually don't know what goes on in there. I'm joking, I'm messing. But today is actually more about the lesson of the balls and everything that's going on inside the male's testicles, which I've kind of had to learn over the last while. As a young man, as you get horny, as you get sexual, this thing happens where heat arises in your penis and it becomes erect and hard and you are flooded with all these feelings and all this confusing tension and well heat is the best example that cannot be explained other than this driving force this erect penis this arrow that's now pointing out your body is also the same way your brain is working everything is directed straight to the tip of that penis and everything in your head is focused on releasing that energy because what else are you going to do that you don't know it, you, you, like, you, you haven't a clue what's going on um, so this happens for some guys at age 12 some guys a few years later I was a bit of a late bloomer myself hence why I look so young um, I think I'm, I'm a bit of a Benjamin Button you know age, age slowly or backwards yeah something like that and for a lot of men, this is just an occurrence that happens and they masturbate to release that tension uh, at least once a week. But let's be honest, around that time, it's probably three times a week. For some guys, it's once a day. And for some little nymphomaniacs, it's a few times a day. This can mean, this could be for many factors. It could be just libido, it could be testosterone, it could be sexual complications. Maybe something happened and you need to wank all the time, I don't know. As a teenager, you you get the most randomest moments to, to receive a boner. I mean, sometimes it's because, yeah, your brain is constantly thinking about sex. Uh, but other times, it's you're not thinking about sex and all of a sudden you have an erect uh, limb poking its head out. And so that's where, in school, a lot of boys would use their belts to hide their penis and their big jumpers to then cover the, the, the shape that's uh, that's popping up from behind the belt. And this was an awkward period in, I believe, many, many young men's lives. And the beginning of, the beginning of the end, <laughs> the beginning of this relationship where the penis rules you, where you have an erect penis and you just have to follow it. I mean, it's not like you don't want to anyway, you enjoy that feeling. It makes you feel alive when you're horny, when you're turned on, when you've got a hard dick between your legs. It makes you feel like I'm alive, you know? This is, uh, this is my purpose, you know? I can please a woman or she can please me or whatever, your sexual orientation, I can be with a guy, you know? Um, and so, you know, the male dick uh, is, has a, is connected to a lot of ego, you know? Probably like how for some women, they probably feel about breasts, if they have big breasts and, or nice breasts, or the same with an arse, or I don't know, if you have a shapey Kim Kardashian body, Marilyn Monroe or something, you know, along those lines, or a good face. You know, we all, whether we like to admit it or not, we are aware of our sexuality, we are aware of sexual objectification, and uh, we use it to our advantage. Usually the people that complain about the most are the ones that may not fit these criteria or these social norms. Um, the funny thing is, is if you actually just kind of find your own sexuality and your own confidence, no matter what you look like, chances are you will attract plenty of the opposite sex. And even if you don't attract plenty, you'll attract the right type, the ones that you actually do want to attract. Uh, some people are attention whores. 
and that suits them. But if you have a good amount of confidence and security in yourself and who you are as an individual, you don't need everyone looking at you, you just need the right type. So back to the dick. Um, yeah, it's this whole thing for a man. And, 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 and very young as well, you get in, introduced to porn and porn becomes a big part of your life. Whether you're sad some days, you can watch some porn, you get that dopamine hit in your brain, you know? Your brain doesn't know the difference, your body doesn't know the difference. It thinks it's with a woman, or many, or whatever the fuck you're watching at, you little creep, you know? And like hundreds of women and gang banging and people with things in their mouths and people getting choked and crying and, I don't know, people getting pied in the face or balloons popping, all those weird little niche sexual interests that people have. I'm saying weird, but like, you know, whatever you're into. Do you? I'm not making fun of you. I'm simply, simply saying, it's weird if you're not into it. You know. And the addiction begins. You watch porn because you're sad. You watch porn because you're happy. You watch porn because you're lonely. You watch porn because you're horny. You just. It's, 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 it's a bad relationship. It's, it's like someone drinking alcohol all the time and they're, they're drinking it when they're happy, which, let's be honest, is probably the healthiest if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do any drug, but that's not how drugs work because there's a dopamine kick. Because when you're happy and you do it, it's like double happy. Well, then what happens with a drug when you're not happy? you're still gonna crave that feeling of, oh, well, I wanna be happy, I'm not enough, I don't feel good in myself, I don't feel right, today was a shit day. So what you do, you, you get excited. I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna open up that lid of the laptop, I'm gonna turn it on, I'm gonna open up all these tabs of sexual things happening, I'm gonna have the place to myself, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna touch myself. And I'm not criticizing this. Men and women do this. It's not a bad thing to do. Masturbation can be perfectly healthy. Um, the relationship with porn can, can be perfectly healthy. But a lot of times isn't. And a lot of times it becomes a necessity. Or for a lot of men it becomes their ideal of what a woman is or how to please a woman is based completely off their porn experience rather than their actual real life sexual experience. And then they actually struggle to get with women or to get hard on front of a woman or to be attractive with a woman to be real, to look her in the eyes, to listen to her, to treat her as an individual. Instead, it's just like this object that you can't have and you're struggling to figure out how to get her. You know, how, to, how do I figure her out? I don't, I don't understand, how do I get to the point where I'm deep throating her or whatever the fuck? You know, this is what's going on probably in the brain of a, of a young adolescent boy watching too much porn. Um, and it's sad, it's not good, it's not healthy. You deserve more. They deserve more. They deserve way more. But not, you know, but you don't, you don't get respect and you don't get things in life without working for it. And so you don't deserve it without proof of deserving it. Does that make sense? You deserve it because I believe everyone in life deserves to be happy and deserves the best from life. But you also shouldn't just be handed it. Nothing in life is easy. Especially my generation and, and below have this concept of, uh, just deserving respect and just deserving to be, I don't know, everything's like about being righteous, you know, and uh, self-righteous. 
I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't. I think you have to earn respect. I think you have to earn. Yeah, just earn. If you want things in life, you should. You should deserve them, but you should work to deserve them. And so, like addictions, you need to. You need to work on yourself. You need to better yourself. And <laughs> uh, flies all over me. Little midges. Yeah. Um. So, I never considered myself addicted to porn. Um. I wasn't into, if we're going to get into specifics, I wasn't into traditional porn in the sense of like that weird acting and like all the like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you know, I didn't like that kind of weird shit, that fucking, that stuff just reminds me of Botox, I'm not, you have to be so careful nowadays, you know what I mean, I'm not trying to insult anyone with Botox, but it just seems to me like it's, it's like, um, it's like one of these fake lips on a perfectly attractive person. That's what that kind of porn reminds me of. It's so fake and so kind of just an exaggerated version of what we should be enjoying, but so it's, it's taken the sexuality of something and pumped it up so synthetically. So, so this type of fake sexualness that porn is, that side of porn, yeah, it just reminds me of like Botox lips, just big, big, stupid fucking looking lips. <laughs> Some people have thin lips and it's so attractive. It really suits you. I'm not saying everyone out there, but like, what happens when you get them done and you still feel shit about yourself? There's always going to be something. Like, I can, I'm looking in the reflection on my phone right now and my cheeks look like they're too puffy. I'm starting to get lines on my face. You know, I, I can see little dots on my nose and lines on my forehead and... I'm by f no means perfect, but I'd like to think I spend enough time working on the inside. You now working on myself, like my, my relationship with myself, my personality, my characteristics, my traits, my hobbies, my skills, my talents, my ability to articulate myself when they told me that I was dyslexic as a young boy. Do you know what I'm trying to say here? When I had issues with stuttering. Fucking look at me now. Talking into my phone, walking around the park. <laughs> Take that, teachers. <sighs> I wouldn't say I had an addiction to porn, but I definitely was very, very sexual in my teens, and not with other people, just, if anything, I was still a child in my head, but my body had different ideas, and so it was very confusing to have this hormone monster pop its head up all the time in a very unnecessary and unwanted, uninvited fashion. I still remember the first time I was at a friend's house and they put on porn and my whole body got so hot. Like, I felt like I was melting. I got so hot, but it wasn't the same as like when you're so hot you have to take a top off. It was just a very unique feeling. And I remember feeling very like glued to the screen, but also very uncomfortable. Like, we shouldn't be watching this, you know. Keep in mind, we were probably 15 or 16 at the time. So it's not that young. Like, the lads around me thought it was funny. They're like, they, they, I think they probably knew that they were introducing me to a, a whole side of things I hadn't ever thought of. Um, but it was a bit too much. It was overstimulating. I'd never, yeah. In, in a very 
one male fashion. It was never that kind of stuff I, I enjoyed watching. I didn't want it to be more so graphic. I, <laughs> not to say it's a more of a typical female approach to sex, but I, I always found it more attractive t- to watch like the build up or to watch two people just want each other so bad. That was like, in my brain, what kind of th- I thought was better than just like just seeing the bits just going like. <laughs> You know, like I didn't want to, it wasn't about just like the close-ups of the, the genitalia. That wasn't enough for me. I needed the story, I needed the build-up, I needed, I'm not needed, I just found it more interesting. Um, so perhaps I got addicted to that, that little sexual romance. Um, but I probably would have watched porn. I wouldn't say every day, but I also wouldn't not say every day so uh, it was a big part of my life for over 10 years yeah I wouldn't notice if I if I hadn't watched it let's say and about two years ago I got curious into these thing, this thing called Tantra Tantric sex is like a type of yogic sex so it's like yoga the, the mentality and the philosophies of yoga being brought into a sexual space meaning not that you're doing stretches and stuff although that is a part of it that you know there's different positions I guess like the Kama Sutra but more importantly it's about slow breathing it's about a slower pace it's about not necessarily spilling your being you know uh, they practice semen retention which is basically you don't ejaculate now in the scientific world at least things bounce back and forth it's like when people say eat eggs they're good for you don't eat eggs they're not good for you eat eggs are good for you you know science is constantly changing but for years we knew from christianity christianity would teach people do not masturbate it's bad god's watching you the devil's watching you one of them is going to take you don't grab your dick don't touch it don't do it priests can do it but you can't you know this this sort of thing so that was drilled into like the mind of catholics for years and there was this type of shame if they were to masturbate it went from that to maybe 10 20 years ago everyone saying no you should masturbate in fact if guys don't masturbate they get cancer of the balls uh prostate cancer you need to empty the pipes it's very healthy you should clean it out you should ejaculate um And so guys would know, many men of my age, that if you do not ejaculate for a certain amount of time, you will become frustrated, you'll become angry, and then you'll get this thing called blue balls, where your balls are a bit sore, they're a bit swollen because there's too much semen and it's not being released. And so you're doing everyone in society and yourself a favor by ejaculating. Maybe there's a truth to that, but from everything I've looked into with semen retention and tantric sex, it seems like the blue balls part of holding your semen in only happens because it's trapped and you actually need to circulate the energy. And this energy is known as many different things in different cultures, but it's considered chi, your life force, what you are spilling out, the reason you fall asleep, a man, after ejaculating or having sex, or the reason you feel so tired or so like chilled out or sometimes sad, some guys might like have a little tear or two uh, after coming, is because you're releasing all, like what's shooting out of your penis when you ejaculate is the ingredients to create life. You don't really think about that when you're doing it. You're just like, oh yeah, I gotta get this plasm out of me. It's like, mm, hold on there, sir, before you shoot out your yopley, just listen to me for a second. You're, that, 
that, that, that goo is what creates life, you know, that's, that's a potential human being, or two, or three, have triplets, genetically, that's coming out of you, and so, what would happen if you stored that within you and found a way to circulate it throughout you? Well, that would be crazy, Jamie, because you're telling me that like semen goes around my body, and to be honest, no, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know exactly how it works, but there is a method, and I've practiced it, and it took a while, but I have no need to look at porn ever again in my life. That doesn't mean that I'll never look at it, but I have no need. I can't. It's been months. It's been months since I've looked at it. Um, and that feels great. I don't feel shame for have ever watching porn and admitting it on a public form of broadcasting, which is this <laughs> podcast that I'm expressing these thoughts on, but but even more so as well now that I'm, I'm not really watching it I'm, I'm I'm also not ashamed to say that I had a bit of an unhealthy relationship with it and it did control me more than I controlled it and through semen retention and through feeling my body more and understanding like that every time you get horny doesn't mean you have to react to it you can just like feel that feeling you can just sit with it and be like oh, okay and just like actually describe how it feels and channel it and not be, you know, trapped in your dick, not have that one track mind. You can move that energy throughout your body and kind of use it for other things. A lot of geniuses throughout the years have talked about withholding their sexual energy and using it to create things in their life and to create masterpieces and to become geniuses. I don't know if that's totally true or an exaggeration, but I would say this, if you take that force, that feeling of being alive, of like, oh my God, I need to come, that like super power fucking drive that you have when you're horny and when you want to have sex, like most men know what that's like. It's it's an impossible feeling to describe, but it looks like your dick. It's just this arrow, it's this drive, it's this, you know, it's just one thing like being pushed forward. if you can imagine basically pulling that in and withholding that and moving it throughout your body, then it's like spread out energy. And not only that, but it feels like your whole body is that, not horny, but well, yeah, kind of, but more so just like alive. It, like you've moved that whole feeling from one specific concentrated area into now being all over your body. and. And you try to channel that drive into your work, into your personal life, into things you want to accomplish, into your creative life. And it definitely has worked in a way. Call it placebo if you want. But if it is placebo, well then, at least out of this placebo, I'm getting more things done in my life and I'm wasting less time watching uh, sexual experiences on a screen. Um, There's some Asian masters that believe whatever an Asian master is, I'd forget what country, but there's 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 a few of them. Um, anything I say will sound racist, but like from the Chinese area, I don't know, I don't know, but that that type of Asia, Asia's a big place. Although actually, even India as well, because India created Kama Sutra, so like you know, a lot of these that part of the world has a good, a healthy relationship, at least 
according to history, with sexual energy and, and sexual sexuality in general. Um, yeah, so it depends what age you are. Um, also one thing you might experience as a man if you decide to stop wanking, um, you might have a wet dream and probably for the first time since you were a teenager. This is just your body's way of like recycling and, and, uh, and regenerating. Wouldn't worry about it too much, it's not gonna happen all the time. Another thing I would say is to, this is where things get a bit, yeah, this is where things get a bit strange. But look, I'm not ashamed to admit this. This is what I've learned. This is how you channel it. So let's say it's been a few days, a week, whatever, that you haven't ejaculated and you get that feeling, that tension downstairs and you wanna try and channel it. This is what you do. There's an area between the male testicles and the anus. I forget right now what it's called, we call it the gooch in Ireland, but that's just like a funny nickname. It's not the real scientific term. Uh, but yeah, that little space in between, there's a muscle there. And... Oh my God, I just thought of the word and then lost it. It's that thing that you get checked by a doctor, isn't it? Anyway, you know when you are peeing and you stop it halfway, right? That exact muscle, that's the muscle you want to activate. So you wanna try and squeeze that muscle as much as you can. Because the more you do, the more you practice, the more it strengthens. And this will also help you during sex when you, for example, don't wanna ejaculate yet and you wanna go longer with your partner. Um, what this does is allows you to have long periods of sex and also have a crazy explosion of orgasm at the end, if you so wish, uh, or you can just keep recycling it. Anyway, what you want to do is you want to keep uh, squeezing this muscle. Um, if you're horny and like I said, you want to try channeling it well, throughout your body and you want to experiment, I'd recommend sitting down in like a yogic position. Yeah, so cross your legs straight back and tense this area of your body. Do it 30 times. There should be a type of a heat when you do that. And at the last, when you get to 30, you want to hold it. Squeeze it as if you're holding a pee and you're not going to release it. Okay, at the same time, if you can, you want to try and squeeze your anus, as weird as that sounds, like kind of like pull your bum hole up. <laughs> and uh, you want to take a deep breath in through your nose with your tongue up on the top of your palate and you want to kind of hold it all up, okay? So the bit between your balls and your ass is tightened as if you're holding a pee. Your butthole is kind of tightened. Your sphincter is nice and tightened. So the two of these areas are tight. Um, you take a big deep breath through your nose and the top, your, your tongue is at the top of your palate. You then want to imagine this, this feeling of heat that's down there. You want to imagine that getting sucked up while you're taking that deep breath in. And you're pulling it up, you're pulling up the heat from the lower part of your spine all the way up. And you imagine it going right up to the top and then imagine it exploding right through your head. Uh, if you do this right, a lot of people say that they feel like a, like an umbrella has come out of their head or a fountain. This is very natural in the when you think about chakras. Uh, when people ever do an illustration of the chakras, the, the final chakra, the chakra of enlightenment. Uh, enlightenment that comes out at the, the top of your head that goes beyond the third eye is always illustrated as this type of a fountain that comes out and pours over the body. They also believe it's how you get abundance and manifest a lot of success in your life. You know, you're, you're, you're covered. You have this, uh, this fountain, this fountain of youth, this fountain of money, fountain of success, okay? Maybe bullshit, maybe not. Just bear with me, keep an open mind. Um, 
So that's the first part. And I did that for a long time, not realizing that there was a second part. I think the second part is nearly as important, if not more. You then, when you bring it up to the top of your head and through your head and you feel it kind of showering down, you want to follow that feeling. And you want to really make sure that you kind of then follow that feeling down through your body and make sure you bring it down all the way through your body, through your spine, through your legs, all the way down into the ground and spread it out, okay? If you want, you could do this, this. If, we, if you want to call that a set, you could do three sets, you know, as if you're in the gym and you do eight repetitions of an exercise and you do a set and then you do three sets. Consider it the same thing. It's not necessary, but I, you know, why not? If you really, really want to give your body a nice form of meditation uh, and a sexual cleanse and, and a spreading of the chi and the energy throughout your body. When I first was doing this, I did not know about the second part and I actually canceled out my libido. Uh, maybe that was just a part of this whole thing or maybe it was because I didn't channel it back down but at one point I'd gone two months without masturbating and I would channel everything up but I didn't know about channeling it back down and I think what that did was I was always taking this sexual energy away from my genitalia but I forgot to bring it back down in a healthy way um, yeah but I I, it was weird. It felt like it felt like if it felt like my sexuality had been decapitated. Like there was no life in it anymore. Uh, and I don't mean just that I had a flaccid dick, but I, I just mean like my actual, like my mojo, my like, mmm, yeah, I got you know, like just that feeling where you're like you're walking confidently and you can do shit. Um, that feeling's heightened, by the way, when you do hold back from ejaculating all the time. You definitely get like a surge of confidence with women, with men, in the gym, you're stronger, you stand up taller, you just have like this power. But I did reach a point where all that was taken away from me and it felt very, there was a part of me that just felt a little dead inside. So that was a weird time. Um, but I also thought maybe this is part of it, maybe this is a recycling, maybe there's something to learn from this. And it didn't last too long, maybe a few weeks, I'm not sure. Some people talk about when you're doing this, you get to a point where you, as they call it, flatline. Um, so maybe it's it, maybe it's part of that. But, but but anyone who says anyone that has said that is from the NoFap community. I mentioned NoFap at the start. NoFap is an online community of men who are trying to help each other get over the addiction of porn and help each other not masturbate. I don't know if they've looked into it from the more holistic natural side of things to do with you know kama sutra and tantric and semen retention or if they're just doing it because they're addicted to porn and uh, they just know you shouldn't and that they've talked about well look if you make it to 10 days you get you unlock these type of powers if you make it to 20 days you get to this and all this at the end of the day what i would recommend is that you don't oh actually let me hold that thought for a second um so it's only from those communities that I've heard of flatlining, which does make me think, because they probably don't understand about the whole channeling up your body and bring it back down, that maybe that's what they're suffering from. <coughs> oh God, <coughs> hay fever. And flies going all over the place. Uh, so because of that, I think they're probably lost in their balls or whatever. Um, and so, 
and so yeah I'd recommend that, that anyone that do, you know you can look into NoFap you can be part of that community if you want but don't get too trapped in it as well because like any kind of group it's become a bit cultish and you know just just learn from every group just learn from them but always be always be yourself just always be a lone ranger you can be as part of many groups of thinking as you want but don't just don't I don't know this is the way I think about life I just don't believe you should ever subscribe to one way of thinking or any group I know it feels good when you feel like you've found your people but you should think everyone's your people uh, and you should think that you're more important on, on, on a level than anyone else that doesn't mean that you're selfish you should give back but I, I just think whatever you know on some level should always become first your gut instinct and the knowledge that you have um, while still being respectful enough to listen to people around you and give them your full attention and to learn from them and to be the pupil it's a fine balance anyway I've no issues with the NoFap community I'm just saying that they, there's parts of it that can be a bit cultish a bit like too strict you know and, and I don't think they know it all the reason I think you should do semen retention um, oh and this is the, the, the reason uh, this is the reason that um, I kind of have an issue with NoFap because they're trying to get guys to count how many days they're at and compete. Like, I'm at day 162, you know? It's like, when you aren't addicted, you won't count the days. Now, I know a lot of alcoholics out there know what day they're on of sobriety, sobriety, sorority, sobriety, yeah. Um, and they're like, oh man, 352 days of no alcohol. And if that works for them, alcohol's a dangerous, dangerous drug. Um, fair enough, that works for them, great. But also, any addiction can be an issue in your life if you're putting it before your health, if you're spending hours at it. At times, I wouldn't watch it until night time, and then four hours would go by, you know? And I was just masturbating for four hours because I didn't want to ejaculate. I just wanted to get that hit. I just wanted excitement in my life. I just wanted to feel like a romance or an attraction or a sexuality and... You know, maybe not every guy goes for that long, but the point is, I didn't always, obviously. Um, but sometimes I would, and you know, you wouldn't eat or drink. You know, it's just an addiction is an addiction. When you're putting it, when you're putting it before things you actually want to do, when you're putting it before your health, when you're putting it before hanging out with people, or, or any of these reasons, then it's an addiction and it's a problem and it's ruining your life. And you cannot let it control you or rule you anymore because your life will be so much better. Okay, so I do not, I think you need to count at the start and see if you can make it to a week and then make it to two weeks. Um, you also shouldn't be down on yourself if, if you break it because, you know, you can just go back at it again. You can just try again. Um, your first, you know, go easy on yourself. Like anything, when you're breaking a habit or trying something new, it's going to be difficult at first. So, so be easy on yourself, you know, you're, you're doing a good thing, you know, put your tap pat yourself on the back for trying that's the most important thing okay um, so that's what i'd say first um, and then but then after a certain point it's not about counting you know it's about like just it's you're not it's just your normal it will become your normal to not masturbate every day to not look at porn every day and to be attracted to women to talk to women if you fancy them to be on a date to like treat women as individuals and to look them in the eyes and listen to them and uh not all of them because not all of them deserve your respect because <laughs> they're human beings uh, just like men and 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 yeah the respect should be deserved you know what i mean i'm not saying every woman is on a pedestal obviously that's not healthy either 
but I am saying that you will have a more healthy relationship and a more normalized relationship with women and that lust and that sexuality that you're not releasing all over the place can now be brought into a, a nice conversation with a woman where you're locking eyes with her and you're kind of maybe hinting at things and you're being a bit sexy or a little bit you're teasing her or you know you're just being like attractive you're smiling with her you're being engaged you're making jokes you're making her laugh you're being nice you're being sweet whatever you know any anything i just mentioned the point is you're just a bit more in the present Guys will talk about sometimes not wanting to ejaculate on a night out, on a date, if they meet a woman. They don't want to seem too keen, so then they, they will, like, they'll masturbate before going out, and that is crazy to me. Sometimes you want that tension. The difference between a teenager and a man is that you don't let the tension rule you. You don't let that drive rule you, you know? You can, you can have that power without being an animal. Some guys are maybe afraid that they'll be like chasing women all night or they'll be too full on or they'll be like too horned up around girls. It's like that energy is powerful. You do want that. You just don't want to be unconscious to it. You want to be more aware of your body, more aware of your energy, more in tune with how you're feeling and decide how to control it. Decide that you want to channel it up your body and that you want to use it to have an engaging interaction with someone. Uh, rather than just be like, oh my God, I'm so fucking horny. And like looking at the women, like they're like breasts of chicken that you want to devour, do you know what I'm saying? And you're the coyote. Um, so, so yeah, I would say my life has been greatly improved by it. I have no need to watch porn. I don't think of sex as much. Um, which again, might sound sad to some people. But you know, I, I just, I'm a bit more like, I'm a bit more concentrated on me and I'm, I'm putting more into me and investing all that energy and that time and that emotional power into me. That's all going back into me. And, and yeah, I do notice that when I'm around women, I, I'm, I'm a bit more, I'm a bit more attractive, you know? Um, when you're a teenager, it's normal to a few times a week, whatever. As you get older, you should try and maybe once or twice a week. And when you're at my age, and you're coming close to 30, you should be at least aiming for eight to 10 days. Now this is a, this is a, a format created by one of these masters I was telling you about uh, that I can't remember the name of, but he doesn't look his age. He's in his eighties, he looks amazing. For his age, his body looks amazing. And he knows all about sex and he talks about how men need to be more in tune, uh, you need to massage your penis, massage your balls, without it always being a wank, a masturbation. You need to be more in tune with it, more aware of your body, you know. And the, the massaging is like anything else. Why would you massage your shoulders? It's because you work out your shoulders and you need to move the energy around, out of them. They carry a lot of stress. They carry a lot of tension. If you're holding your head low or like on front of you, you're pulling on the muscles. And so, just like the penis has a lot of sexual energy, there's a lot of tension, you know, semen, piss, all these like, there's a lot going on in there and so you need to massage it out like you would any other muscle. You need to massage the balls, you need to kind of gently pull, you know, you need to massage your dick, maybe one that's hard, but like not in a way that's like, just like thinking of sex and wanking. You need to be more in tune with your body and, and give it more love and you need to respect yourself more and your, your seed. Don't be spilling it out all the time for useless uh, uh, sugar. That's all it is, porn is sugar. It's just, it's not healthy for you, but it's highly addictive and it feels good at the time, but then there's a crash, okay? So yeah, I think that's most of my, my lunch break over. I should probably go back now. 
I think I've covered everything. You should definitely look up semen retention or tantric sex if you're interested in this or if you want to really start off looking to nofap. Um, there is something to do with this for women. To be honest, I haven't looked into it because I'm not a woman um, and so it wouldn't really apply to me as much. Although it is fascinating and it's always interesting to know about what happens for the opposite sex. Um, it's just good to know about things that you'll never experience. It's interesting to know what it's like for the opposite sex. Um, <laughs> this word gets, again, weird if you haven't heard about this, but I think for women, uh, it's to do with the period and the energy and the power of the period. But I don't think that means that you regenerate the blood and it never comes out of you. So it's it's a whole different process, but, but look into it if you're a woman and you're curious about this at all, about not masturbating and harnessing your sexual energy. Uh, I don't know if it applies in the same type of way because you aren't spilling out life force uh, all the time uh, unnecessarily like men do. So, this has been Jamming with Jamie. Uh, a very compressed episode, a very concentrated episode all about ejaculation and the male genitalia and sex and wanking and all that good shit. So thank you for listening and uh, yeah, let me know what you think. It's been a while since I put up one of these, but uh, I'd like to come back nice and hard and strong. Oh, there we go. There's an innuendo if there ever was one. Have a good day. Take care of yourself. Be hard. Be good. Be strong. Be in tune with yourself. Love you.